Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry and I talk all about NXT TakeOver in your house coming up this weekend. That's right, in your house is back, and it is a stacked card. And one of the big matches that we get into is Adam Cole, your NXT champion, and Velveteen Dream. And I go on to explain why I think Adam Cole is the greatest NXT champion of all time. Plus, as always, we talk to the Busted Open Nation because it's a Falls Count Anywhere Friday right here on the Busted Open Podcast. First of all, man, you got the throwback clothes on on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Anywhere. Mike, the video guy, was talking about 2000, and you're taking a trip down memory lane. I got to be honest, man, you look as good now in 2020 than you did 20 years ago, my friend. You know what, man? Thank you very much. I mean, it's, I'm a lot grayer, uh, but I'm as good once as I ever was, Dave. Well, you know what? I'm going to change the motto, Mr. Gray, get some play, because looking the way you do right now, woo-wee. Wow, okay. <laughs> if, if Gabby would have said that, very nice, but I don't even I don't think I need you to ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> how are you how are you mark i'm Good doing morning, great man. man i'm doing great man like it's a lot going on in this world but you know what i think that uh things are are going to get better i'm praying that they get better yeah um, you know we, we gotta we still got a lot a lot of information to to get out there and a lot of listening needs to be done on both sides so yeah I mean, this is, uh, you know, we we did our show on Tuesday and Wednesday about everything that's going on in the world. And obviously we had some very important shows here on Busted Open. Like I said, the show on Tuesday for me was the most important show that I've ever done in not only the history of the show, but the history of my broadcasting career. And, uh, you know, I just, I just, we need people to understand. And again, it's... You know, the hashtag that a lot of people have been using on on social media, Black Lives Matter, is not just a hashtag. It's it's 
time for people to understand and to listen. So I think more than ever in the history of this nation, people need to understand and people need to listen. Yeah, I, I, I don't want people to be fearful because, you know, like uh, the conversation that I had yesterday with a friend of mine was people think that there's going to be a shift in power and all of a sudden black people all over the world are going to rule America and then there's going to be a subservient type of a feeling forced on people. That's not, that's not what, what, what black people are. I mean, there's, there's good people and bad people in every race and every color. Uh, I, when I say race, I mean the human race. Um, but you can't expect people that have, you know, evolved to, to bow down and, and, and say, you know, I'm going to subscribe to the same uh, racist philosophies that we've seen. That's not, that's not the way, that's not the way that I am. That's not the way that people that I know are, uh, it would, if anything, you would want to see things get more even, more, more better for everybody. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that, you know, people not be fearful and understand that, you know, we have to work together. You got people that have been pushing a ball uphill for a hundred years and, uh, for 400 years, it's been really, I, you can't even mention those first 300. So the last 300. So uh, it's, it's, it's going to come a day where we're all going to be holding hands and life will be a lot better. I, I, I wish that we could fast forward this pandemic and fast forward this movement to the end. And maybe some eyes were opened, and that's what you hope over especially the last couple of weeks with the tragedy that, that unfolded that, you know, that people have opened up their eyes and, again, listen and understand and respect. And hopefully, you know, Mark, one day. I, you know, we've been saying it for a long time, one day, one day. Who knows when that day is going to come. But maybe after all this, we're getting a little bit closer. That's always going to be the hope. And it should always be on the back of people's minds as well. Uh, you know, let's not forget um, everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks. Let's just, you know, let's learn from it and make this world a better place. And, you know, Mark, uh, I'm glad that I'm with you. I'm glad I'm with the nation on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday because, like always on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday, Mark, everything is on the table throughout the week. Everything. And I mean abso- and I mean absolutely everything. Not just the world of pro wrestling, but everything. I mean, you know, you know, Bully and I on Tuesday and Mark and Bully on Wednesday, we said, Hey, you know what, this is more important than pro wrestling. So, you know, everything is on the table with the nation because the nation is our friends, the nation is our family. So, you know, give us a call, you know, give us your thoughts, give us your feelings. We want to hear from you. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. And the world of pro, pro wrestling, as always, keeps rolling. And this weekend, Mark, we have a pretty big takeover for NXT, the return of In Your House that's taking place uh, on Sunday. And I'm really looking forward uh, to seeing uh, NXT in your house this weekend. I'm excited too, Dave. I, I, you know, more than anything, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Velveteen. Like out of all of the things going on in this world of pro wrestling, as it relates to in your house, I want to see 
Velveteen step it up. He's always entertaining and flamboyant and uh, kind of like a loose cannon, if you will, sometimes. But I want to see him elevate his work. I want to see him be the Velveteen that we've seen. But I want to see something else. I want to see everything. I want to see more. Yeah, and he, and he, and I think you know what, Mark, and I, I, it's a really good point by you. I'm a huge fan of Velveteen Dream, but it just feels that we haven't gotten that Velveteen Dream that we thought we would be getting at this point in his career. Um, I want to see a little bit more from Velveteen Dream. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the other thing is, is this the last we're going to see of Velveteen Dream and NXT? That's always the underlining theme and question whenever it comes to a takeover with NXT. Is this the last time? Up, yeah. And it's, you know, and, and again, we did shows, Mark, where we said, you know what? There's no more main roster. NXT is a part of Raw and SmackDown. It's on USA. It's, you know, it's on for two hours. It's not just a show that's on the WWE Network. But let's, let's face facts. There is still that main roster. There, you know, Raw and SmackDown are a step above NXT. I don't think so in quality. I say continuously, I think NXT is the much better show over both Raw and and usually SmackDown as well, but definitely over Raw. Especially but, I mean, wrestling wise. Yes. Without a doubt, it's the pro wrestling show. Um I, I prefer NXT over Raw and SmackDown, but still there is that perception within the company, and a lot of people are looking at what's going to take place this weekend is possibly, you know, the last time we see Velveteen Dream on the NXT roster. Well, I mean, people have been saying a bunch of things, and it's not always right. So I'm not going to put my stock into what is being said in the dirt sheets. Uh, what I'm going to put my stock in is how unbelievably full this card is and the implications of this card. And, you know, like, we are going to see Keith Lee and Mia Yim uh, on this card. Like, there's there's so much diversity in this card. Uh, There's so much that we haven't seen in a while. Like, I'm I'm just wanting to get to it, man. It's taking a long time and (laughs) ready for it to start. And we're going to get it this weekend. And, Mark, you couldn't be more right when you look at this card and how stacked this card is. You have the, you have the six-woman match that's taking place, the six-woman oh. tag match with Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, that is going to be phenomenal. Like you mentioned before, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, you have the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream Match, which is uh, the last chance backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Charlotte Flair, uh, your NXT Women's <laughs> Champion, going up against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. And then a match that I'm really looking forward to is Karrion Cross and Tommaso Ciampa. So six Ooh. matches and NXT TakeOver, they, they, they prefer, you know, Quality over quantity, uh, six matches uh, this weekend for NXT in your house. And like you said, six matches and all six matches should be phenomenal. And, and people, they want to build. They want the matches to start slow and let them let build up into it and then go into a finish that 
you want to outdo everybody else on the car. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need at least 15 to 20 minutes to get that done. So each one of those players, they want time. They want to be able to make that match build and, and the, the flow and to the, and the go up and down and take people on a ride. And that's the thing that I love about NXT is the fact that you have the talent that can actually do it. That when stuff breaks down, they can fix it on the fly. You never knew there was a problem. There's always a problem in every match. I guarantee you, my favorite match of all time watching Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. I'm sure that there was something in that match that they were like, damn it, didn't get to do it or missed the point or missed it or it, it, it jumbled up or whatever. I'm sure there's no such thing as a perfect match. But at least you have the players that can actually take a match that did go awry and put it back on the tracks and, and have a finish that all of us will be talking about on Monday. Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XMFC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. And you in each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a Derby Day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Pandora app and searching more than a game. What a great time in my life, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you had a lot of fun with that, huh? Man. I had so much fun that some of some of the, some of it should have been illegal. <laughs> I, I think some of what we saw was illegal. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the attitude era, brother. I was yeah. Allowed. No rules. No rules. No in the rules. Attitude era. No whole bars. Yeah. That, but so, that was I mean, definitely. A, it is what it is. It was definitely a special time for pro wrestling. You know, I always look at you know when I look at pro wrestling, I think of like you know, the 80s and kind of that golden era and then the attitude era. And then like right now, what we're seeing with, you know, AEW and, you know, especially like with the Bullet Club a couple of years before. And then speaking of the Bullet Club, when I think of the Bullet Club, I also think of Adam Cole, who's your NXT champion and now has been your NXT champion for well over for over a year now, Mark. Wow. So when I think of Adam Cole and you know, because Adam Cole is not on Raw or SmackDown, you know, you and I and the hardcore pro wrestling fans, we love NXT. But Adam Cole, you talk about being underappreciated. You could say Adam Cole is underappreciated. He's one of the best wrestlers right now, and I don't think he gets a lot of the credit he deserves. And when you look at the past NXT champions, and I'm going to name them in just a second, because it, it really is the who's who in the WWE. So are you ready to hear, like, you know, your past NXT champions, Mark? Before, before you get to the champions, sure. Let me, let me say this about Adam Cole. Go ahead. There's the misconception that Adam Cole is not big enough to be on Raw and SmackDown. When I say big enough, I mean his stature is cre- incredibly big enough. But size-wise, and I think that's unbelievably unfair because you think about the match he had with Daniel Bryan and him beating Daniel Bryan, might I add to that. 
The dude was stellar. So that's you would get more of that if he was to go to Raw or SmackDown. I think that the biases about size needs to go away. The dude is unbelievably good. And I want to see him versus Drew McIntyre. I want to see him versus Brock. I want to see him versus Randy and Edge and Baron Corbin and you name it. He can get the job done. So no doubt. that being said, let's see who he ranks up there with the top NXT champions of all time. Yeah, and listen, this you know when it comes to Adam Cole, there's a lot of layers, and we'll get into them as well. But the NXT Championship was established in July of 2012. So here's your former NXT champions: Seth Rollins, okay, who had uh, was champion for 133 days; Big E, who is NXT champion for 168 days. You have Bo Dallas, who to me was you know just. Like almost criminal how he's been used outside of NXT. But Bo Dallas, former NXT champion, you know, reigned for 280 days. Neville, 287 days. Now, Neville, obviously, we see him as Pac on, on AEW. Sami Zayn, 62 days. Kevin Owens for 143 days. Finn Balor, who's still now back with NXT for 292 days. Samoa Joe for 121 days. Nakamura for 91 days. Uh, you you have Bobby Roode, 203 days, Drew McIntyre, Andrade, Aleister Black, Champa, Gargano, and Adam Cole. By the way, Adam Cole, your champion for over 369 days, the longest reigning wow. NXT champion of all time. And think about the names I just mentioned. Now, Bo Dallas is criminal. I mean, I loved Bo Dallas on NXT, and he's been nothing but a joke, if you see him at all, when he went uh, on to, to Monday Night Raw. But every other name, from Seth Rollins to Samoa Joe to Drew McIntyre to Finn Balor, these are former WWE and WWE Universal Champions. And yes, I stand by my statement that Adam Cole is without a doubt, in my opinion, the greatest NXT champion of all time. You can make that argument. And the the time that he's put in at champion is hard to argue with. But if you had a tournament of the champions of NXT, I have a sneaking suspicion that Kevin Owens would come out on top of that. He was my favorite. And I'm not just saying that because I like the guy. I'm saying that because he's so versatile that he's able to have a match with a beer can. A daddy soda, sorry. <laughs> I noticed you have the daddy soda shirt on that that's you can right, get, you get at yep. Pro Wrestling Tees. I, I love that shirt. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. damn special. Thank you. But I am saying Kevin Owens, so say, say you're having a match with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Are you interested? Of course. You're having a match with Kevin Owen and Sheamus. Are you interested? Of course, yes. Just start naming. Just put somebody in there. Anybody with Kevin Owens is going to make you say, damn, I, I want to see. I want to see that. He, he's, he's that versatile. And the same thing with Randy. Randy can wrestle anybody. But there's people that Randy would wrestle that you would go, 
Uh, I don't know. There's no one. Look, look right now. What, what's, what's hot? You look what's hot. Grab, just pick one of any brand and you put them against Kevin Owens. Well, Everybody's I mean, going to want to see it. Well, you just you just said it. Like, look at what Chris Jericho is doing with AEW. I loved Anybody, the feud yes. that I mean, and I said this. I said this on the air at the time. I really, I you know, shame on the WWE because to me that Jericho Kevin Owens feud should have been the main event. At WrestleMania 33, yes, Kevin should. Owen, Kevin Owen should never have dropped that title to Goldberg, and it really should have been with the buildup of that story and that whole festival of friendship and every the way that that whole for months that story was built up. How great would a Jericho Kevin Owens match? To me, everyone would have bought that as a main event match at WrestleMania, and they took the life out of it, and it was one I think it was the second match at WrestleMania 33. With the story that they built and the feud that they had, that should have definitely been a main event match at WrestleMania 33. So the point is, uh, uh, Mark, I agree with you. Because you took it, you look at what's hot right now, and you insert Kevin Owens. Yes, you can make yeah. that happen. And and Adam Cole is on the way. But the thing about it, and and <clears throat> there's been many guys that have been able to just do it on their own. As much as I like that, and I think that Adam can do it on his own, I would prefer as a wrestling fan to see the whole faction go up. To or go to Raw, or go to SmackDown, and just so he can, they can continue what they've built. I mean, this is this shouldn't be torn down. They should keep them together as much as you see them. The Freebirds, the <clears throat> the Big E and 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 Kofi. Yeah, and New Day. Yep, New, New Day. Day. Like you, you should keep them together. Like, that is special, and him holding a title, 360-plus days? Not only those paychecks have been really live, but the fact that he's been able to stay healthy that much. That, that man, that's, a, that's, that's unbelievable. That's really unbelievable, because when you're the champion, the whole show revolves around you. They're going to start the show most times with you. They're going to have promo segments. They're going to, and you're going to have a match. You're going to be involved in the other guys' matches that's in the faction with you. Yep. How many show hours does he have? That would be interesting for me to know. I want to know how much. He's got to be extremely tired all the time. He's doing He's the three course. times the work of anybody else. And hopefully with those show hours, he gets paid like it. I mean, I don't know. And that's another um, it's another topic that we have to talk about when it comes to Adam Cole is his future because, you know, his contract status. And, you know, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, is he going to get moved up? Could he possibly drop the title this weekend and move up to the main roster? Or could he move on? I mean, you know, hey, when it comes time, when it comes to contracts, Mark, it is about money. And, you know, that's your next move. And you also look at who his significant other is 
is Britt Baker killing it with AEW. The future is very exciting for Adam Cole. I am still, and I love your argument for Kevin Owens, I am still going to side with Adam Cole. Not only because of the length of tenure, but when you look at Undisputed Era and you look at the talent that's in that pool, because I love Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly is one of the best wrestlers around. Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish. There is no doubt. Yeah, I mean... There is no doubt, though, who the leader is. No one in that group could be the leader over Adam Cole because Adam Cole is not only superior in the ring, on the microphone, as a character and personality. Like, he is something very, very special. And you're right about being the workhorse and being involved in everything because he's the champ. Adam Cole is somebody that you could build a company around. Like, I'm sure Triple H understands the importance of Adam Cole to, to NXT. And to me, man, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting conversation to have. But to me, Adam Seth Cole Rollins is the greatest. wouldn't be a bad option either, Dave. No, I mean, but you know what? <laughs> I, mean, I, pick, I pick Adam Cole over Seth Rollins. I think ooh. Adam Cole, I think Adam Cole personality-wise, character-wise, character and talent-wise, I give him an edge over Seth Rollins. I do. The Yak and Barack Show. Mike Tyson has the fire again. That doesn't sound anything like Holyfield's mindset towards this. Holyfield wants to put on a spectacle of admiration. It sounds like Mike Tyson wants to fight. It's masqueraded under the term exhibition, but he wants to fight, you know, and I don't know if an exhibition will satisfy that fire that's in Mike Tyson. I think it's going to be scheduled an exhibition, titled an exhibition, but I think once Mike is in that ring, it's going to turn into a fight. Weekdays from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. We're talking NXT TakeOver in your house, the return of in your house uh, this weekend. Again, we got the six-woman tag match, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. We got Keith Lee, who's your North American champion, going up against Johnny Gargano. You have Adam Cole, your NXT champion, going up against Velveteen Dream in a last chance back lot brawl. If Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the NXT championship while Cole is still champion. You got Finn Balor going up against Damian Priest. You got Charlotte Flair, for those who don't know, or don't watch NXT. She is the NXT Women's Champion. She is going up against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. And then you have Karrion Cross going up against Tommaso Ciampa. Did, did that but message was that message for somebody specific? Nope. Just throwing it you out just, there for those you know, for those who don't watch. You know, because <laughs> you, you, you know you figure for those you know, that don't you, know. Yeah, you, you figure if you're going to call if you figure if you're going to call in, you watch wrestling. But you know. We welcome all callers on the Falls Count Anywhere Friday. All right, anywhere. let's go back <laughs> anywhere. Let's go back out to the Busted Open Nation. We got a lot of people holding. We're going to try to get to all of you, I promise. Here is Mark in Omaha. What's going on, Mark? What's going on, man? Once again, Dave is dropping the stank of LaGreca. That's I right. love it, man. Stank. He was the killing stank. that dude that, we, that you were talking to a minute ago. But I want to get real quick just to, to follow up what you guys were talking about with the NXT Championship. The, the number one thing, I will agree with you that Adam Cole is number one. I'm going to give Tommaso Ciampa a close second just because the quality of his championship matches. That's you with Gargano. You cannot get past that. The match with Black when he first won the title from him, I love everything uh, he did as a, as a uh, NXT champion. However, if Cole ends up going up, if he ends up getting called up, what I'd like to see happen, I'd like to see the entire Undisputed Era get called up like Mark was talking about, and I'd like to see them all go to SmackDown because he's already got a ready-made feud right there for him. 
Daniel Bryan. They can have a continuation of what they did. They were feuding uh, back in November, right before Survivor Series. But if if uh, Bryan wins the Intercontinental Championship, it will actually have more meaning and impact right off the bat for Cole to step into a match with him. And then on top of that, just think about the matches you could get. Cole versus Nakamura, Cole versus AJ Styles. There's so many endless possibilities, man. So that's what I'd like to see. You know, Mark, great call, as always. Thanks for it on the Falls Count Anywhere Friday. He's right. And this match, this match is really, if you think about it, the implications are crazy. Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole being your NXT champion, like I said before, I think the greatest NXT champion of all time. It's a last chance backlot brawl. We could get into what that's going to look like and the, the cinematics of it and all that. I mean, that that's going to be fun. But also look at the implications. If Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the NXT championship while Cole is still champion. So that makes you think, you know, listen, to me, one of two things are going to happen. Velveteen Dream is either going to become your NXT champion this weekend or he's moving on and he's going to either SmackDown or Monday Night Raw. But then you look at Adam Cole. And Adam Cole, it's a very interesting period for him as well. From all reports, his contract is up by the end of the summer. You know, is Adam Cole going to want to stick and stay with NXT? I don't know the logistics, Mark. Maybe you know better than me. I don't know if they're, you know, with now with NXT being on USA and, you know, obviously not live right now with everything that's going on, but live usually on USA for two hours. Is there still like a huge discrepancy between the pay if you're on Raw and SmackDown than if you're on NXT? You know, I don't think so. Uh, I'm I'm not in uh, in people's checkbooks like that, but mm-hmm. um, I would think that there would be uh, a bump in pay uh, if you moved up to a show that's um, doing the numbers that they're doing with the sponsorships that they have and uh, the arenas that they go to. You, you look at NXT. Uh, how many people you get in the arena? I mean, a full sale of 500, maybe? And, you know, consistent when the post-pandemic, you know, you get a consistent 12,000 uh, uh, four days a week. That that just tells you automatically that the number is, you know, dramatically different when you, you look at um, what the house payment is, what the building, what the arena that you're in. Uh, you 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 know the top get a percentage so um, yeah it's a, it's it's a pay up it's a big pay grade upgrade so so with his contract gonna you know reportedly uh, coming to an end at the end of the summer and I, I listen I I would be shocked if Adam Cole moved on from the WWE I mean the guy has been built tremendously he's been your champion for over a year um, but you know what maybe you look at this match. And you're saying to yourself that the loser moves on. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Velveteen Dream has been crying out to be moved to the Bade roster, you know, since he had it painted on his pants. Not too, I mean, actually, it's actually been quite some time ago when he did that. But it's going to be interesting what happens in that matchup, especially knowing that if Velveteen Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for that NXT championship as long as it's held by Adam Cole. Right. And as long as it's held by Adam Cole. So, yep. You know, now all of a sudden, say Adam Cole wins, and Velveteen can't be 
champion. And then fortunate enough for him, now he's Adam Cole and the the uh shit. Uh, I've been hitting the head a lot. Uh their faction gives oh, moved. Oh, the undisputed up. era. The yeah. undisputed era gets moved to SmackDown or moved to Raw. Now the title is gonna be in flux. So now he'll be able to fight for the title again. Yeah. So, you know, either way it's gonna be it's it's beneficial to uh Velveteen. Yeah, and I think right now this 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 card that we're gonna see this weekend is a big one for NXT. Let's go out to Joe in Long Island. What's going on, Joe? I'm gonna call him. Hey Joe. guys, good to talk to you. Our first time caller. How are you, buddy? Awesome, Joe. I'm doing great, man. Uh, first I wanna say thank you guys, you know, for all that you do. With all the shit going down in the world, it's good to be able to just, you know, turn my brain off and talk some wrestling for a little while. Um Mark Henry, you're an inspiration. Uh, Thank you, sir. I want to tell everybody if they if they haven't already done so, go to WWE Network, watch the Mark Henry story. Very uh, good. Just thank you, man. Uh, reason for my call. Uh, talk about NXT. Uh, if you look at NXT, they've got a pattern. Champion loses a belt on a pay per view, and the next night he shows up on Raw. I've been going back to uh, uh, going back to Kevin Owens. It's been like that. I mean, Finn Balor came in. Beat Nakamura. Nakamura showed up on uh, Raw next night. Drew McIntyre. Uh, I think uh, Andrade. Every pretty much everybody. That's the pattern. So I'm um, saying Dream isn't going anywhere. He's going to win the belt, and you're going to see Adam Cole on Raw next week. Wow. Well, it, it, it's interesting what you're saying, Joe, because if you look at the list of former NXT champions, there's only two. NXT champions that have more than one reign, and that would be Samoa Joe and Nakamura. They have they've had two NXT championship reigns, but every other NXT champion, Mark, that is true too. you know, they have only had one reign because you're right, Joe and Joe. Thank you so much for the compliments and thank hell you so of much a, for the hell phone of call. A call. Like they are, it's one reign and done. Why? Because that's usually what happens. When that reign is over, they move on to the main roster. I mean, think about that. How many championships in the WWE that, you know, somebody has only had one reign? Especially at the, at the, at the highest of levels. Like, you know, you usually have, like, back-and-forth champions. You have long-time and long-term feuds. You really don't get that with NXT. And that's what's amazing about NXT. And this is where I, I, I would love to talk to Triple H. And the first thing I would, I would say to Triple H if I had the opportunity to speak to him is I would compliment him on what he's been able to do with NXT. I don't think there's been any other show that has the influx of talent like NXT has. Like, he is really like, you know, an NFL team that refuses to pay their players. Like, you know, where where as soon as a player becomes a free agent, they move on to another team because they won't play. You know, kind of like the Cleveland Browns. Like, you know, they don't want to pay their talent. Yeah, they move. You're right. They move on. And Triple H has been able to, I think, consistently have the best show in the WWE having to reload each and every year. When you look at these takeovers over the course of time, you know, like you and you look at past takeovers, 
you know, how the cha- how the talent pool has changed over the years. I don't think any show has changed as much as NXT has over the last six years. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't either. And and I wish you could have that conversation because I think that is one that needs to be said. Uh, and I think that he would take that as you know very complimentary because. Uh, that means that he's confident in the ability to build once the star is gone. And everybody can't take a new quarterback to the championship. He truly is. And, you know, again, we we grew up watching territory wrestling where, you know, a wrestler would stay in the territory for a certain amount of time and then he would move on to a different territory. And there's the advantage of it, too, that nobody's in there for so long that you got you kind of get bored with them. That doesn't happen with NXT because of the movement. And I knew and I mentioned this with Bully yesterday uh, and he talked about how Triple H was a big NWA fan. NWA was built on those territories and he has really built NXT like an old school pro wrestling territory. I, I would love to get the opportunity to talk to him because I would really love to compliment him on what he's been able to do with NXT. Let's go out to hey, Rob. Go, before, go you go to, <clears throat> before you go to Rob, how many coaches have taken multiple quarterbacks to a championship? Um, Joe Gibbs is the only one I can think of. Triple H has done that like seven times. Seven guys. That's crazy. So he's confident in his ability to put a guy in the main event capacity for what what was the lowest number, like 65 or 70 days or something like that? Yeah. And then they go and they become somebody. Go out there and be a champion. Everybody that's come up has had a title from Joe to E, whether it's a tag team, Intercontinental, Universal, like everybody's held the title. Everybody. That's success. That's a hundred percent success rate. So, hey, why wouldn't you want to leave NXT and go to one of the other brands? Because it looks like the track. You don't want to be the one that goes up and and you shit the bed and don't get a title. And here's the thing, really the only non-success story, and again, it's not a fault of him, but you can fault creative or whatever, whatever the dynamic is, would be Bo Dallas. Again, he's these former have titles. Yeah, I know. And and, and 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 listen, Bo Dallas is, you know, should you know, I, I, Bo Dallas to me was extremely talented on NXT. Yeah, you're right. And the, and the same thing with Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode hasn't really been used to the best of his abilities. Bobby Roode was fantastic. And Bobby Roode, too, is somebody that, like, you know, people say, well, you know, he's just a wrestler. Man, you go, go back and watch Bobby Roode as NXT champion. And, and see how great he was in that character. That suit-wearing champion, like... You know, he's more than just his theme song. You know, like and and I to me he did a phenomenal job as NXT champion. And yeah. also too, credit to Triple H. We talk about how the talent moves on. He has done a great job of having his champions hold on the title for a long period of time so that the title means something. A lot of times on SmackDown and Raw, those titles don't mean a lot. On NXT, that NXT championship title means everything. Triple H has put an emphasis on those title belts, so the titles mean something. 
Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. Respect these men and women that build the business. Then, the Barack Show keeps you up to date on all things boxing. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected. And MMA guru, Luke Thomas, has you covered for mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan is the most important influencer in all of MMA. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. We're going back to being live for three hours. That's right. Nine to noon Eastern time. Busted Open will be back to three live hours. Thank, thanks to you, the Busted Open Nation, and you know all our listeners, all our loyal nation members. Thank you for everything that you do. I mean, you know, uh, George and I, George, our, our engineer and I were talking the other day uh, about spinoff shows. You know, like All in the Family had, you know, the Jeffersons and like they had all the spinoff shows. Happy Days had Laverne and Shirley and Joni Loves Chachi, though. You probably want to forget Joni Loves Chachi. But, you know, when you have a big hit show, you you have the spinoffs. We have a spinoff. I mean, we have the Nation show. You know, the, yeah. the, the our loyal nation has that show on Discord that they do a tremendous job. You know, Joe and, you know, our friend in Atlanta and Christina, they do a tremendous job. And unbelievable how loyal our Busted Open Nation members are. And we're going back to our regularly scheduled programming on Monday, live for three hours, 9 to noon Eastern. Man, I'm I'm excited. There's so many times that we we really have to rush through stuff and we don't get to really put the time and, and, and effort into something that's that the fans really want to know. And we're like, oh, man, we didn't get to tell them this. We yeah. didn't get to inform them of this that's happening. And now we'll be able to. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, and we have, you know, Gabby, who's done a tremendous job. I got to give a lot of kudos to Gabby because this has been a tough road with everything that's gone on uh, with the pandemic and a lot of changes in programming and being live and not being live. And Tommy and I doing specialty shows that we pre-record to fill that 9 a.m. hour, which has been a lot of fun. We've done I've had a lot of like bucket list interviews uh, in that 9 a.m. hour. Gabby did a tremendous job producing that along with Mother. Marissa. Mother Marissa is always the glue that holds everything together. And then we have a new member to our staff, and that's Mike Mayer. They call him the mayor. The mayor Mike. Mayor Mike, we'll call him. Mayor Mike. Um, he's new. He's going to be helping us out as well. So, And we have Doug and, and George, our engineers, and everyone has done a tremendous job. Mike, with our video, go to the SiriusXM app and watch our video content. Uh, and Kyle and Daniela do a great job with that as well. So there's so many ways to listen and to see Busted Open. Our live show from 9 to noon Eastern time, go to the SiriusXM app and listen to us on demand. Watch our video content that we have on the SiriusXM app as well and then you could also subscribe to the busted open podcast which we have exclusive content for the busted open podcast too so a lot of ways to watch and hear busted open mark you know what man like we we're really really blessed that we have this medium we have this this ability to actually share with uh other like the discord people mm-hmm. like they, they they i'm so proud of the fact that we have a spinoff that, you know, that man, when you can, when you so good, you can get a spinoff, man. Like I, I we all right, Dave, I guess yeah. we all right. Sometimes you yeah. got to take the time out and pat yourself on the shoulder, Dave. Yeah. You pat I, yourself on the back. There you go. 
That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I have difficulty doing that, Mark. Oh, well. We'll, we'll know, find somebody to do it for you. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that watch from Sirius XM for my 16 years of tenure. It's your 16th so. anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Mother Marissa's listening to the show. I'm mm. sure it's already in the mail. You just didn't mm. know about it. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's up to Mother Marissa. I think it's she, you know, she can push stuff through. No, Mother Marissa does enough. I'm not gonna. She does. Crying out loud. She does. Do she, yeah, she does. You know who else does a lot is the busted open nation. I want to get right back to him because they've been holding on for a while. Let's go out to Rob in Detroit. Rob, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, Dave. How are you? What's up, Rob? Nothing. Happy anniversary day for 16 years, and Mark, Thank happy you, early Rob. birthday. Awesome, man. Turn your radio down. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Yeah, because, hey, and you know what? Good job, Mark. Because for those who want to listen to their voice on the radio, just go to Sirius no, XM app and listen to I'm just saying, you could go to you can go to Sirius XM app and listen to it on demand. They can hear you. You know, tell everybody. Tell everybody, hey man, I'm, I was on my They took my call. <laughs> go ahead, Rob. Oh, uh, I'm looking forward to in your house this weekend. All six matches are going to be great. I do think Felbertine Dream will win. I think the Undisputed Era will end up going to SmackDown. On the other hand, however, I figure it's Ooh. a better fit because you got AJ, heart, Drew. Though. Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke, you've got a handful of people they can actually work with better that would make better matches. I just feel it would be a better fit. And then I just found out New Japan, I guess, Monday night. No, go ahead, Rob. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here, Rob. Go ahead. Okay. And then I also think that I just found out that New Japan, I guess, Monday night at 11 Eastern time is going to have a press conference on New Japan yes. World about them reopening. Such a great time. Still upset, though, about Jinder Mahal being hurt because i that's the match I want to see more than anything is him and Drew. Damn. That I match has too. money over it. Here's the thing, thank Rob. Thank you guys and- for taking my call. You guys have a great weekend. You got Hi, it, brother. Rob. Thanks for making the call, my friend. Uh, and you're right. New Japan is going to have a press conference about what they're going to be doing with their future events. And I'm sure slowly but surely everything's going to start to open up, though. Let's be careful out there. Like, everyone is excited. It's summer, and everyone wants to be outside. But we, we still don't have a vaccine for, you know, for yeah. this virus yet. So, you know, please sure. be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But just wear your mask. Wear your gloves. You know what I'm saying? Just please be careful out there. I don't want anyone to get hurt. And we we need we have done a great job slowing down and, you know, the curve. Like, we, you know, I, I think I believe yesterday, zero deaths in New York City for the coronavirus. So things are definitely headed in the right direction. But let's not forget that we've been at home for the last, you know, two and a half months. So, you know, like, let's not, well, let's just. I wish yeah. it was like that in Texas, man. Like, we're we're being careless. And for really? everybody in Texas that can hear my voice, please, please protect yourself. Wear the mask. I, I, I went in the store yesterday, and I was the only one in the store with a mask on. Oh, that's terrible. I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, golly, it's not us. Even if it's not you that you're you're hurting, it's the your fellow man that you're hurting. 
Like, don't be that guy. Don't be so selfish that you allow somebody else to, you know, die shamelessly and, and yeah. foolishly. That's Just be smart and be safe. Be smart and be safe. But things are starting to open up with precautions, and it looks like New Japan is on their way to doing that as well. Awesome. But, you know— but the other, but the other part of that of 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 the phone call was I don't want to see undisputed. Everybody gets excited about, you know, wrestlers moving from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. I don't want to. I, I I love NXT, you know. So like, yeah, it, there's a big question mark when it comes to any kind of a move, Mark. No, Dave. Like, there's people that's that's sitting in the wings that that need to get reps. And and they're they're built as high as you could build them. I mean, all of them have been champion. They've all you remember before the pandemic, they all had titles. So I mean, like, what else is there to do for them? They need to go and say, look, what we did at NXT, we come here to Raw to do. We come here to SmackDown to do. And everybody, look, when you see the undisputed era on a door, that's our room. For no one else. Like, they need to take it there. If Undisputed Era can do that, and you move the whole faction, they will become a major player on whatever brand that they elevate to. Interesting. Let's go out to the nation. Let's go to John in Louisville. John, what's on your mind? All right, so I have a few things that I'll... I'll call you later. I have a few things I'd like to talk about and bring up because I'm quite worried if... Um, if Adam Cole is to win or is to lose, what may happen if he? Because I don't want him to go to, you know, AEW because I feel like he'd be a small, a small fish in a big pond because they have all of these, they have all this talent right now. Like FTR just debuted, and they got to build a product around them. Then you've got Jericho, and you've got young talent like MJF, and you've got guys like. Sam that they're trying to build right now. So why why would why, what would be a good reason? What, what for makes Adam you Cole? think that they're gonna go to AEW or NX or, or uh, New Japan or Impact or ROH or Power anywhere? What makes you think that? I mean, no, I, I that's what people would want from Adam Cole. I've seen and I read things where they want him to go, you know, to realign with the Bullet Club, which I. I would I hope and pray that he stays with the WWE and instead of you know him losing uh, at this pay per view and in your house why can't he be like Charlotte Flair and still be a champion and be on all three shows and have the undisputed era you know dominate all three shows like Charlotte would be like Bullet Club did back in you know New Japan. Well, John, a few things from your phone call. First of all. Like, you know, obviously it's fun to speculate when somebody's contract is about to expire. We talk about it, Mark, in the world of sports. You know, when somebody becomes a free agent, you, you, you kind of start the fantasy book. A couple of things. You know, he, you know, Britt Baker is in AEW. And, you know, could that be something that lures him to AEW, that he gets to be closer uh, to Britt Baker? Who knows? I I. That's that could that could be possible. Um, they both work on the same night, so that that you know probably helps their situation. They probably have the same days off and everything else. Uh, I will say this: 
The one thing I'll disagree with is about Adam Cole being a small fish in a big pond. Adam Cole is never going to be a small fish in a big pond. Adam Cole, I think, is talented enough that he will be recognized no matter where he goes. I mean, we, we can have fun talking about it. I would be shocked if Adam Cole left the WWE to go to AEW. Can we have the conversation? Sure. But the way that they have presented to him and what they have done for him, I I don't think Adam Cole is going anywhere. Why did he work so hard at NXT and and leave before you go get the big payoff? That's like say, hey, here's a lottery ticket. I think it's the winner. And then you say, nah, I'm I'm, going to go play lottery somewhere else. He worked hard to build up the stock to be able to say, hey, I got a potential to go to one of the other brands that were longer put together and have been on TV the longest and has the better production value as far as the arenas, how many people that you can get in. Like, that's, that's, I mean, we, of course, nobody's doing anything right now because of the pandemic, but this is going to be over. Yeah. At some point. And don't you want to get the buy rate of the top matches in an arena that holds 15,000 rather than 500? Like, of course. He's, he's not going anywhere. He's going to resign. And if, it, if he does leave, it'll be the biggest shock probably in the last 10 to 15 years of pro wrestling. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.